and we're on. Who wants to start this time? You can start. Okay. Well, it's going to be a bit of a show and tell today because I've got some real. I got a thing. I made a thing. You made something. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, but in terms of the week, you're talking of... really quietly. Is that? Am I? Yeah. I'm kind of trying not to wake the baby. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm, I'm talking in parenting tones. <laughs> Hush tones. We live in a one-bedroom place, by the way. Mm. Um, and the boys, Gian and Durant, one and three, are in the bedroom. Mm. And we have a partition set up in our kind of, in the lounge space. So I call it our New York, our New York loft. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> That's the gig. So yeah, the boys are means. like right on the other side of that. Wall. All right, we'll see how you guys. Okay. Um, so, yeah, the week felt really energizing. So I've had a chat with um, about four founders. Yeah. So from like San Fran, Colorado, Chicago, and then here in Auckland. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, all of those conversations were um, around half an hour, take, like getting them to, apart from one actually, getting them to take me through how do they actually create a, a product and how do they work through the trade-offs between what customers want and what they want to build. Um, uh-huh. So that's the shape of all these chats I have with founders. Um, at the same kind of questions, same mm. the whole time, okay? Yeah. And, um, yeah, some real interesting patterns emerging. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to, as I've talked about before, to, like focus on what are they paying for right now and what is most helpful for them. And one of the interesting things um, that has been a bit of a surprise is that, okay, so imagine you're a founder, you create a thing, so it's maybe a digital product that you, or digital, um, yeah, digital product that you put online and then people are going to subscribe monthly to access that thing. Um, and you put it live, maybe you're a solo founder or maybe you've got two or three people, but um, so people start using it. And maybe you get 10 people signed up, and then 50, and then 100. And then those people start um, asking you about the product. Um, and maybe it's they can't use a thing, uh, or maybe they want it to do a certain thing that it can't. Um, but whatever it is, those emails start coming to you. So you're sitting there, say, imagine you're a solo founder. You're sitting there. It takes a long time to code things or to change the product. And you, you have a bunch of ideas of what the thing should be. Yep. Um, but then you get these emails and you're like, sitting there and, and the you, emails are saying, they can say anything and they can come at any time and they're they kind of ideas of what they would like to have different. Yep. Often that's it. Okay. Sometimes there's a bug that they've found in the product. Sometimes right. there's a, they can't log in again because they've forgotten the email address. Oh. <laughs> forgotten and you're like a password single founder everything. and you got yeah. to deal with all of that yeah. as well. Yeah. And what I, what I thought, um, so there's, there's a bunch of different products that help out with that kind of dynamic yeah. uh, and how it founders um and one in particular uh what founders are currently paying for is a um it's a service that lets them create a webs a web page and they usually put it as part of their own website and they can direct customers to it and the customers can go online and they can look they can um suggest features but they can also see the other features that other customers have suggested and they can vote them. Oh, um, that's it, a genius idea. Well, it's, yeah, it's, a cool, it's a cool idea. And there's a number of um, companies that offer this. Mm-hmm. Um, what I 
I knew about this type of solution, but what I learned this week was why a founder would buy that solution. <laughs> so I was just thought, oh, they just want to get customer feedback. But they've already got a lot of customer feedback. And then it might go, well, maybe they just want to structure that feedback so that people are converging rather than hearing 50 people that rather look at a voted feature board and just see how those features line up so that these 30 people actually are saying the same thing. Or, um, and these they, were your assumptions. Your, that, that's, yeah, that's what I, I thought. Yeah. Um, and that's somewhat true. Um, but one of the things I, I didn't realize is that um, having a page like that for a founder means that you've got a place to go. They've got a place for, to send their customer when they just can't answer their kind of request or deal with it right then because they're in the middle of something. Uh, so it's actually a way that cr- provides a little bit of structure and a barrier for them to actually do the work they want to do to build the product. Yeah, yeah. Um, and but still be engaged with the customer yes. who has actually contacted them. Okay. Yeah. So this is one of the ideas that I was considering last week, but it's kind of moved forward in terms of I'm starting to prototype this up now. Um. So I've made a thing <laughs> that is that. Um, it's kind of my take on that. Um, and because one of the challenges with that solution is that um, as a founder, you don't necessarily want all your customers just to go and tell you what they want the product to become. And it's not a great idea when you're sitting as a solo developer, founder, and you've got this website and it's got the top feature has 200 votes on it or 500 <laughs> votes on it. And you're like, I don't want to build that feature. <laughs> Now all of a sudden you've got a, a crowd of people who want you to build something, and that's not always the case. Often that is a thing maybe they want to build, but yeah. uh, also, or you don't necessarily know why they want that feature. And what if you could do another feature that actually helped the customers achieve what they were actually trying to do in a better way? The, in a better way. Hmm. Now good founders will get in touch with them and then try and get behind it, but that's a lot of time um that they might not have yeah but also it's an extra step that well what if you can make a product that they didn't have to take that step so (laughs) check this out so i made a thing which um is like that is it still recording when you navigate out of it i think so let's see yep that's still recording so this is called i mean the working title is motion like trying to figure out what customers are trying to do um but yeah, you just the stuff. Yeah, this is with um, there's a whole movement called no code tools. So oh, basically, yeah, you can yeah, you can get you can make products without making or coding products. So this instead of asking for features, you ask your customers what are they trying to do with your product. Uh, so you actually take it that next step. Yeah, yeah. And from the get go. Yeah, and then people can vote uh, up and down the different things, or they can add something if it's not there. Um, but this. Simple, and it's pretty simple and there's a lot of things you could do with this in the future but there's something about this that's like just beautiful yeah <laughs> and simple and so helpful probably like I asking could, a better yeah. question yeah than, yeah yeah it's like asking the open-ended question rather than the closed-ended question yeah it's interesting i mean it's the question that the, the founders are trying to get to anyway when someone asks them for a feature um they'd be saying why what are you trying to do yeah so, yeah. So I'd create this, and then I'd compete against the feature voting apps. Um, and this products. product would compete against that. Yeah. 
Have you seen anyone else? Do you know if anyone else has done this kind of thing? Don't know. I haven't seen it, and I've tracked this for a few years now. Yeah. Because uh, I'm interested in feedback tools. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, oh, so I haven't cool. seen any of this kind of tech. So I've now the, my um, caught up with Tim this morning. So yeah. first found off, uh, showed him this idea. Uh huh. Um, so we started to chat through just how how it could be built. Um, yes, and now probably what from his, next week. What were his was his feedback? What yeah, he like. I mean, I'm always wary of feedback, and in, in terms mm. of like people saying. Um, and Tim is an ideas man. He's great with that, and mm. he'll he'll give critique when he knows it's like nah we shouldn't do that yeah. but the frame was more around like how could you build this in a no code way so that was the conversation oh okay um, but did you ask him whether he'd find something like this helpful no I'm not quite in that in that um, stage yet uh, but probably from next week I'll start to like in my conversations with founders I'll probably maybe at the end when people ask what I'm working on I might share this can I ask why you wouldn't ask him that question like at this stage already um i hadn't built this by that stage oh okay yeah so we're All just right. talking about the idea of it and he kind of i think was interested in the idea but mm. that's low signal it's not necessary anything yet. yeah unless yeah. you ask like for money yeah uh, <laughs> that's <low>. the ultimate <laughs> yeah and people can say oh that's a great idea i love it and but they still, so often do yeah okay still uh, i mean the more of the signal is that people are already paying for tools like this yeah and i can see how it works in their workflow mm. um and i think this could be something that could mm. compete current mm. tools that's what you want to go for and does this kind of product excite you it does in an interesting way okay. like one it's 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 a lot simpler like than some of the other things i've been having around the practice of like helping someone with the practice of talking to customers but Helping someone with the practice of talking to customers could come off the back of that. Because you could actually get all these votes and you've got 100 people that have voted for something. But then those people, you could get in touch with them if you want to start a conversation. And the whole conversation is framed up in the right way. Because you're starting with what they're trying to do in their world as opposed to my idea. That is brilliant. So this actually is like stage one of... It could be a... Yeah. Yeah, what could end up exactly. having many add-ons yeah i mean i could launch this and this could be the thing i make money on and then all the other stuff could be coaching just around it because hmm. you love the lot... coaching teaching side as well i do enjoy that yes yeah. but i think this could also extend into those other things i could support those because what i love is um conversations that founders have with customers and and one of the questions is how do you set those up because uh, they're not easy to start um how do you start a conversation about someone's life mm. when they're like, well, the founder might be uh, afraid that, that um, or might be thinking, well, why would the customer want to talk to me about and, their life? Yeah, or will the customer even want to be talking to me? Am I going to be one of those, like, you mm. know, telemarketers on the phone? Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah, going yeah. to give it the, no thanks, got to go, bedtime. Yeah, but if the customer has already invested the time to go, this is, this is what I'm trying to do with the product and yeah. I'm voting this. yeah. They're You've actually they found that, and not all customers would or do in these kind of tools, mm. but the ones that do, mm. they are invested in yeah. the product. Um, so that's that's motion. Um, and you've just built this. This is no coding that you built this on. Yeah. How long did it take you? That's amazing. That took about half an hour. So I can hop on and, and do could, this. Yeah, and you could like, for example, I could go share something, um, and I could put in a thing. And then put in the description, and then go submit, and then that would add it to this. 
What's the website <laughs> called? Oh, that, wow. Is yeah. it motion.co.nz? That would be the next thing if I wanted to take the prototype to a next level. Which I'm kind of keen to do is just that get, I mean, this tool that I'm using doesn't allow custom websites yet. But I've actually got in touch with the founder. Hang on, doesn't allow custom websites. Or custom websites. So the way it works is that it uh, runs on another service called Pori as the actual service. Oh, okay, so so founders couldn't embed this on their own yeah, website. Not They'd yet. have to go into. They're this. currently building that though, and oh. I just emailed them this morning. And about got, that. Yeah, I'm gonna start a chat about um, yeah about mm. what I'm trying to do here. So I now feel like I'm working with this startup team to try and build this, and this is the type of thing they want people to do, and I pay a subscription of. To be able to use their... their service, like nine bucks a month. Okay. It might be more if I want to do more custom stuff, but yeah. They're Australian-based um, in Melbourne. Ah, go the Aussies. Yeah, that's cool. Cool. So that's the update. <laughs> so it feels... <laughs> it's funny when something converges around an idea. You're almost this, this um, burst of momentum. So this is where um, you've landed... Because I know you've mentioned there were probably like about four ideas that you landed yeah. on across the week. Is this kind of the one that's emerged... Yeah, and I maybe wouldn't describe it as I've landed on it. I think this one's maybe pulling ahead. But I do want to be able to have the other ones sitting in the background and maybe um, thinking about them a little bit as well. So I've got some contenders to this. Mm. Um, And I might, as I start, maybe from next week, start to um, have conversations with this in it, I might just, for sake of conversation, also show the other ideas. Yeah. Um, but, But I do want to... Do you think that when you show customers like when you show or when you show someone who you're talking to, so mm. say you contact a founder, you show them all four ideas. Mm. Um, my first thoughts is that wouldn't they just that would be the prime opportunity to just chop things away too easily to just go nah 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 yes type of thing rather than if you just showed them one product yeah. idea then they'll actually explore it while you can build it kind of like build the idea build on the idea with them yeah yes but then i guess the downfall of just showing them one is them going like yeah this is awesome You're more like, yeah, that, yeah those yeah. i think are some of the tra- nuanced trade-offs here yeah um and i could do a bit of both so for one person i could show them just one another one i could show them three of them um, I tend to show the sample that make most sense for that founder in their situation. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'll probably play around with that. I'll probably have different... Because um, I'll be able to mock these up in ways in which people could click a link on an email and then go through and either see it in prototyping thing like Figma or see the live website. Um, mm. Yeah. So in terms of getting things out quickly, which yeah. is the last on the last podcast we talked about this, yeah. like... That whole idea of just make things, get them out quickly. Yeah. Is that what you're planning on doing with this, yeah. maybe? Well, this is the other trade-off. I like spending time mocking up the other ones versus... Just getting this just, out. Yeah. And in the hours that I've got, I'm kind of... I'm keeping those other ones in the background and kind of shaping them up in my mind so I can mock them up in an easy way. Yeah. Because it's not just mocking up the complete idea. It's mocking up what's version one. Because this is version one. Um and once that becomes more crystallized in my mind, I could actually start to mock those out when I've got time. Mm. But this one, I'm kind of keen to put, uh, push at least one live. Yeah. Because it actually wouldn't cost much to get... Like once they've got their um, custom domain name sorted, where I can actually create my own named website, mm. and when I have a bit of a chat with them about that, 
because I'm keen to use their service. Mm. You haven't heard from them as to when they're thinking of having that live? Not yet. No, okay. that was like an hour ago. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, we'll see what they come back with, and then I'll have yeah. a bit of a chat. And like, But there are a few other services that do the same thing, which I could also check out. Um, I mean, in the hours that I've got, like I've got two four-hour blocks in a week. Yeah. It's always like, what do you want to optimize? Yeah. So I think what I'm going to do, and next week is a bit of an unusual week because it's public holiday, so oh, I think yeah. we're going to cut it down to I'll have two hours next week. Because we'll split that final day. You you have two hours and I'll have two hours. Because we're losing one day. Um, Unless we just extend that day out a little bit and make it a full day. So four hours each on that day. Uh, that could work. Yeah, cool. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So I think what I'd like to do is I'd like to push this one to live. If, if I can do it with the service. And then mock up the other, maybe two of the four. Um, yeah, two more of the four into some sort of quicker prototype form. Mm. And then I've at least got those for the conversations. What's the next step on this one then? Um, I need to hear back from them and see what I can do to move it to more of a live website and their more paid plans. Um, and then actually try and get it out there as soon as possible. Yeah. In front of... Customers. Although I could show them like this. like. Yeah, you could. And so, so would you be willing to pay for this? Yeah. So it could be done in terms of ready for that. Mm. Okay, you should just do it. Yeah, sure. Yep. <laughs> cool well I've got another few um, um, conversations lined up for next week and I'm, I've got so I'm up to 35 um, founders oh um, really I'm up to one I've got to hear about your story um, but maybe that's enough uh, for now but I'm excited to push these this yeah that one, is exciting so yeah that's really cool <laughs> so going on to my one <laughs> uh, tell me yeah tell oh, me so um so off the back of you challenging me to actually get in touch with someone, mm -hmm. as you, as I think I mentioned it to you last time, like as you were challenging me, a name dropped into my head mm -hmm. of someone I, we used to work for the broader organization, the same broader organization, but not for the same um, program, news program. So Sky. Yeah. We're both working for Sky Television, yeah. Sky yeah. News, but he was working for a different program to what I was. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, he dropped into mine, but he wouldn't have been the, the obvious person I would have thought of. Hmm. Um, anyway, I ended up, I kind of see that as a little bit of a divine yeah. kind of thing. I ended up contacting him after a lot of, <laughs> I think I, I yeah talked about this in the last podcast, the, the turmoil of actually going to email him. You were in the middle of like doing <laughs> Instagram posts. <laughs> Well, I contacted him via Instagram and, um, what do you say? So what was, I the... said, I said, Hey, McConies. So you might not even remember me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was a journalist 10 years ago, mm -hmm. prime news. And, um, yeah, I have basically, I've been, my latest thing is being a stay at home full-time mum. And I'm only just starting to get to the stage where I'm starting to explore what the next season could hold. Mm -hmm. And I was just wanting to chat to someone who's kind of been in the midst of it all yeah. and amongst it. And your mind, your name popped to mind. Would you yeah. be free for like a chat, half hour chat sometime in the next couple of weeks? Okay. And what did he come back at? Well, yeah. I, he didn't for a few days and I okay. kind of had to just like what the whole feeling? emotional turmoil of like... What was your assumption of what was going on? I was like, ah, uh, 
he just doesn't have time for this kind of thing. He's probably got a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Maybe he does not remember me. Maybe he does not want to be... Um, <laughs> but, you know, like talking to someone that's... Yeah. I don't know. So out of date. <laughs> sure. Maybe... Maybe... But then again, maybe he just doesn't take check Instagram all that often. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's like that whole dialogue going on in your head and <laughs> for two days. Kind of three days, I think. Three Check or four days. days. And just having to go like to keep going on my self talk, checking my self talk and going, you know what, it's actually okay. Mm. Like it doesn't have any reflection on me if they don't come back yeah. to me. Like I can't let that feel like a failure or feel like a judgment on my character or who I am or anything like that. Like, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know about you, but I can tend to make it fake like that, like make it real yeah. personal. I, I do at times. Like, mm. yeah. Especially for a new thing. Yeah. And so this was the first time doing it. Yep. Anyway, he came back and he was like, oh, hey, Jermaine, I saw you on telly the other day with um the story of your mum. How is she? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, my mum, they just did a short little news segment on my mum she was um yeah it was a COVID-19 story with my mum stuck in South Africa Africa. Mm. anyway um he's like yeah anytime call me this Mm. um here's my number so that was quite exciting (laughs) and relieving (laughs) so that was on when what day was that I don't remember was that Tuesday this week no I think it would have been like Sunday or Monday I think okay yeah. yeah. And you called him on Wednesday. I called him on Wednesday. Um, I had to hop in the car because the kids were just not able to leave me alone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're just not used to me doing the working thing yet. Like they've been used to me being mm. around and available at their beck and call. But um, yeah, so I hopped in the car and I drove to, the, to a cafe to do about 45 minutes of work and then... Mm-hmm. The cafe closed, so I hopped in the car and pulled over on the side of the road and yeah. <laughs> waited for the for a call that we'd organised with that I'd organised with McCony and um yeah he called and we just started chatting. I we kind of like caught up a little bit about what I'd been up to over the last ten years and yep. then I just jumped into some questions mainly like around what um what the state of sports journalism in the media is at the moment yeah. or, or and how it's changed over the last 10 years. And he mainly yeah. spoke of, I guess, the change that COVID-19's brought because it's been huge. Okay. What has it been? Well, there is no sport happening anywhere. Yeah. So so what does that mean for, for a him, journalist? Yeah, yeah, for for sports journalists, well, it's Sky Sport. Hmm. They've basically let everyone go and they've changed completely what... Um, how some of the jobs are going to be working and how they're going to be structured and what they're going to entail and everyone has to reapply for their jobs. Does he know what that new structure... Or, no, so he's going... So they don't know what the new thing is? No, they don't know anything. They, he's going back into work next week Okay. Um, for the first time and then he'll know a bit more about what's actually happening. So they've just said that we're going to change everything. Yeah. Crazy we, time, eh? You. Such a crazy time. Fair. But anyway, as we were talking... um. He kind of, he was in the car driving as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, do you mean, I'm going to, I just need to hop out and get some petrol. But while I'm doing that, think about the question, you know, like, what is it that you actually want to do? Mm. And I didn't really need time to think about it <laughs> yeah. because I'd been thinking about that for the last 
mm-hmm. like couple of months. But um, I then started sharing with him about my ideas around human interest stories yep. and sport. Mm. And um, yeah, I kind of also shared with him some of, well, I painted out a little bit what that could look like mm. and shared with him the like inspiration of like the hum, um, Humans of New York guy. Yeah. Yep. And also Michael Faber's TSN originals. What's the general thing there? I don't well, know. Well, like for instance, one of the stories of this these TN, TSN originals was of this, I think he's the youngest ice hockey player to go into the professional league. And mm. he's the story was about him being a real entrepreneurial buff. Oh, interesting. Like, since he was at school, you know. Is it been like making, documentary style? It's like longer form news segment. So, so it's like, like a narrative voiceover and then there's like shots of him playing a yeah, sport in the background. Pretty much exactly like a news story, but longer. So it's sure. like, you know, like the Sunday program where yep, or yep. 2020, yep. that type of thing. Oh, interesting. 60 minutes yep. where they just... So it's a mix a, of narrative, it's a mix of interview, it's a mix of montage, it's a mix of... All those elements to tell a story. I'm just trying to get my head around visually what it is. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So, yeah, I think I know what you're talking about with yep. the words you're using. Yep, that would yep. be it. Okay. Um, and, yeah, as we were talking, earlier in the conversation when I'd asked him what he thought, what were his thoughts on the current market, he said, he did actually mention that there's a definite gap for a longer form story. Yeah. In my mind, I was going. Huh, yes. interesting. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome a, news. Um, good, good data point. Yeah, and anyway, as I was sharing with him what some of my ideas and thoughts were, he's like, Jermaine, this is exactly the type of stuff that I've been thinking about. Like, we need to talk again. <laughs> um, cool. And so, yeah, so he said, wait till, contact yep. me again end of next week after yep. I've been into the office and know a little bit more about what's yep. happening. Yep. And, um, yeah, we should chat again. So <laughs> you were buzzing off the back of that call. That was so awesome. I was so excited. I was so surprised. Hmm. Like he, here's me having this whole week gone like, oh, I don't know, I don't know what's happening. And even in the few weeks leading up to this, going like, oh, it's I don't know how I'm gonna make some of these ideas of mine work. Like, where am I gonna find a platform? You know, yeah, like yeah. how am I gonna get sports people to actually talk to me when I haven't, I'm not known to them in any way or, yes. or whatever, like those questions and fears that I've had of yep. like, how do I actually contact people and how do I get them to want to share yeah. with me or give me the time of day? Um, yeah. And just who knows, who knows what will happen. So this seems like, yeah, it was something that's just, something's been moving in mm. the background and hmm. cool. moving in parallel to yeah. me. And yeah. it just seems, yeah, really exciting. Um, and then anyway, as when I finished the conversation, I ended up driving to a the supermarket pa- car park because <laughs> I had to go and get some stuff anyway at the end of my time, allocated time. And um, I was just sitting in the car park chatting with God because then after all, like I was chatting with him about the excitement. But then as I... Um, talked then I, all the fears started coming up of, and I was like oh god what if like he or Sky Sport or whatever they like take these ideas and they use them type mm-hmm. of thing you know and I just felt God say Jermaine 
I am like everything begins and ends with me and there is more than enough ideas Mm-hmm. There are more than enough ideas to go around for everyone yeah. and everyone would do things in a very different way. So yeah. just the sense of like not to worry and just mm. to, yeah, continue on this ride and enjoy it mm. and um, hmm. share and have a generosity of spirit. And the thing is about James McConey is I remember from something I remember of him 10 years ago is he did have this generosity of spirit about him. Like cool. there was just a real, yeah, he awesome. was a cool guy. So Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, that sounds a great option. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see what we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, this. So that's next week. Yeah. So I don't know if by. Oh, actually, it might work out perfectly because usually I would on yeah. a Wednesday um, have my time, but with the public holiday, it'll probably be Friday. So that'll be perfect to get in okay. touch with him. Because how should we do it? I'll just look at um, the next week. So we've got. We'll move things to Friday. So. Oh, we can work this out later. We don't have to do it right now. That's cool. Um, we, do, we can do logistics. I think. Logistics on <laughs> So we do, yeah. Maybe I'll just be Friday. We each have half a day. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Cool. Anyway, so That's... I need to contact him again. And I was yep. also thinking, well, I'm not sure whether I should wait to contact someone else to get to chat to more. Because there are two other people that I thought to contact. They're also part of this whole Sky Sport Okay. scenario yeah, sure. where they've just lost their jobs as well you yeah, know like, okay. and don't have no idea what's coming up next yeah so i don't know whether i just maybe hang off a little bit that's an interesting question like yeah. do you my general reflex is always to create options at this stage just to like talk to lots of people and open up but it's interesting i guess if they're all part of the same yeah maybe situation. i could rather talk to some people who are not yep part of the same situation because i mean yeah like just getting different perspectives because you're at that stage you're just trying to understand what's happening in the market and there'll be other people outside the sky world, mm. sky sports world. Um, yeah. Yeah, that could be interesting. Yeah. Do you feel like it's now a case of just talking to a bunch of people? There's no much, not much more on the whole. Oh no, I feel looking, like there is. Things? I feel there is actually. As I was, uh, something else I did on Wednesday was look back at some of the notes I'd made in conversation with some friends just about my, oh, like as I started this journey, I started talking to friends and family yeah, yeah, and yeah. Um, started just, and they were great ideas people mm. and just started noting down some of the ideas. And one of them was Shelly. So Shelly yeah. is my our sister-in-law yeah. and she um, used to work for the parenting place and the parenting place was contracted by New Zealand rugby to create content, family-oriented content for their rugby community. Yeah, yeah. And um, Shelley was just saying they're always hungry for content. So they being sport? Uh, New Zealand Rugby as an organisation. Yep, yep. So, I mean, like, that's also... I think there's more channels and routes that I can go down in terms of just getting started. Mm. I like the idea of... Yeah, a platform to get started around doing these kinds of stories or I could maybe contact the breakers management, you know, yep. and here, would they be interested in me doing mm. stories like this for them? See, see, that's interesting. Like in terms of when it's other whole areas, cause you've got the news network and then you've got the organizations on the ground, mm. sports teams. And then you've got all and the, then the, the, the bigger networks or the, yeah. The, and you've got social media channels, but mm. I guess it's hard to earn an income with social media channels alone these days unless you have like hundreds and thousands of followers but sure. i don't have the i guess i don't we live in a one-bedroom place so that i don't 
have to have the pressure of working and yeah. you don't have to have the pressure of working more days so we yeah. can do this startup lifestyle. Yep. So <laughs> I can just have the freedom of going, okay, right. how, what are some options? How can we do this? I don't have to earn money right away and have that as a restriction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love the idea of actually doing something that you just love. Like yeah. The project itself gives you energy and then things just naturally build over time. Yeah. Um, do you, what do you think then around like, I don't do know because about, I don't know whether going to talk to someone like the Breakers or the Breakers is the New Zealand basketball mm-hmm. franchise. You know that, but others might not. Yeah. Um, or New Zealand rugby and giving them these ideas of what I could do for them. And then I end up chatting with James McConey and going like mm. him and I wanting to start something. And then I've got to go back to these organizations and say, sorry, we're not doing that anymore. This is a really good point. I reckon when you're early, cause you can send like one of founders have this when they're talking to customers, it's like a, almost like a social contract you create with people when you um, talk about a thing that could be made mm. and there's a kind of a, oh, am I committing to this? I think you can talk about things that don't make commitments. Like you can talk about just little things like I'm I'm just exploring this stuff. I'm not sure what I'm doing yet, but I'm just keen to get ideas and thoughts. So there's ways in which you can frame the conversation such that it keeps it in that exploratory phase as opposed to have, mm. needing to commit. And, and it might come up that they go, oh man, I really want this and like whatever they want. Um, yeah, and then you can respond to, oh, that's really interesting. I'll have to think more about that. So there's... I think you can potentially in the conversation have ways to keep it explorative mm. um, so you don't end up committing. Because uh, I know what you mean in terms of like, I've just had this conversation and they, they're going to do this thing, but now they're not going to do this thing. And then, yeah. But yeah. I mean, especially if you're framing up a conversation of like, I'm just exploring. Yeah. Like, which is where I'm at this yeah. stage, just exploring and building up ideas. Yeah, I mean, you can go either way, but my sense is like open up more conversations to get more points of view of mm. the industry, mm. and those will only enhance. Yeah. Oh, the other thing, by the way, that after the James McCroney conversation, while I was sitting in the supermarket car park, chatting to God, I um, it's almost like a whole clear idea of what this show or program could look hmm. like. Just kind of like, yeah. like yeah. all these pieces fell into place in my head. So you could have, for instance, like a half hour show Mm -hmm. where there's three, eight to 10 minute stories. Okay. And there could be a story on just the typical human interest story behind a sports person or an athlete. There could be a, also a story There's kind of, you know, the Michael Jordan, the last dance Mm. documentary, Mm. what struck me about that was like, we might see a game or hear a commentator mention something just on the fly mm. or hear something in the news on the fly and it's like the tip of the iceberg of what actually went down mm. behind the scenes. Yes. So you can actually, there could be a 8 to 10 minute story on diving deeper into something mm. and explaining more of the background story. Yep. And then there could be a final segment maybe on a journalist or a commentator that's or someone cool. who cool. actually covers these sportsmen mm. and women who know them well and have a relationship and respect there already. Mm. 
because um, you saw some of that in the documentary on Michael yeah, Jordan yeah, as totally, well. Like totally. the the journos know them so well and have travelled or journeyed with them for yeah. a long time. And yeah. I know that was the case as well when, for instance, I did a lot of breakers, New Zealand breakers, basketball stories, and there were just some journalists there that have just been with the team and the franchise for such a long time. Mm. So it'd be cool. That could be another like a third strand. Yeah. And I like. Yeah, I like that. I like that that people are getting to know the sport as a community, not just as a spectacle. Yeah, is um in terms That's of a cool way of putting it actually. In terms of um, news networks, mm. are the general just blocks that you get to work with? Like it's an hour block or a half hour block within that half. Like, is that how it tends? Typically, yeah, and it's a commercial hour block or commercial half hour block. So it'll be thirty minutes minus. Content. Two, two yeah. commercial breaks, yeah. And are those basically the two big blocks? Is an hour or half an hour? Two or three, yeah. Um, yeah, okay. pretty much. But then, yeah, it'd like, hmm. be interesting to see what other kinds of channels there are, obviously. Or, yeah. Not, not like television channels, but... Yeah, different. Mm, media channels and multimedia channels, yeah. Okay, well, I guess we'll stay tuned. Yeah. See you next week. So next week... We might do the podcast then maybe on Saturday. Or Friday night, yeah. Or Friday night, yeah. Once we'll the boys see. go down to bed. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yep. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. All right. Till then.